You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. A rock star's guide surviving the Malaysian music industry. All right, everybody. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Rock Stars Guide to Surviving the Malaysian Music Industry. We are back here with another episode, and this episode, man, it's gonna be really, really good because I have a guest. Okay, so this season I've decided to change things up a little bit. You know, I've got a guest on the show. You know, for the past couple of episodes, I had various guests, and this time round, I have the main man. Okay, he is one of the key people of the music industry in Singapore, and he has been around for a very long time. He was in a band before. He's managed and worked with some of the biggest names in Singapore, and he's also my friend and mentor. Let's welcome him right now. This is Dex Wong from Lynch. Yeah. Hey, 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 everybody! Hey, Darren, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man, it's it's cool. You know, I'm I'm super excited that you are on this. You know, because of all our personal conversations that we have all the time. You know, for the past couple of years, I think it's time we share a little bit about those personal con- from those <laughs> personal conversations. You know what I mean? Let's just rewind everything back and let people know. Maybe you can tell them and reintroduce yourself. What you do and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, uh, not to tell grandfather's story. <laughs> I started working actually in a in a label, uh, in a Christian music label, Integrity Media, <laughs> back in two thousand six for a year, selling CDs and uh, you know helping them create marketing strategies for these CDs. Uh. and then after immediately I went to a radio station. Then from a radio station I went to a venue, helped with marketing there. Uh, then from there I moved on to Skate, which I think I met you there. Yep. That was quite a long time. I think I spent about four or five years there. And then I moved on to another venue. And then after that, I think it was 2012, 2013 period. I said, uh, I think I, I want to try, you know, doing something freelance on my own because I felt a bit jaded like, in a sense because, I mean, I've been working in corporate and uh, government for quite a while. I wanted to see how it was like to really come out on my own and really do things, uh, you know, on my own time, call the shots in, in a way. Uh. So I, I didn't have any company. I was just trying stuff out, uh, you know, and I promoted a couple of shows, you know, did a couple of freelance jobs with a couple of promoters running their production, you know, running their marketing and start learning. Uh. So after a while, I did a couple of punk rock shows and uh, organized a couple of club shows. And then after I moved on, uh, I said, hey, uh, I think I want to do something different. Uh. At that time, I think it was 2013 middle, I was already working with this producer and uh, he was like, hey, uh, Dex, um, I want to introduce you to this guy. La. You know, he's a singer-songwriter and he's, he's got a good voice. Uh, you know, he's pretty young. You know, he's still like, was it yeah, 17 or 18? You know, he sings in a post-hardcore band and this guy's, uh, this, he's called Joel Tan, uh, you know, and he, he has this moniker called Gentle Bones. Uh. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And we started working together and 2013, end of December, he released this song called Until We Die, which blew up. It was crazy. It was like, all over the, the Singapore charts and every station was playing it. I was so surprised. Like, he was so surprised. My producer was so surprised. All of us were like, what is happening here? And I'm in Owings uh, to that. Actually, prior to this, I was already working with this pop punk band called Summer State, which you, you know. And uh, they also released a, 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 a music video called I Do, I Don't a couple of months before <laughs> Jetta Boats released. 
uh, until we die. And and that was, and that and that music video was really doing doing so well. I was I was like, hey, you know what? Um, the song went crazy. Uh, I heard it got a bit of clout in Malaysia as well. So we everything moved forward. He released a couple of songs. They got on radio, and then in August 2014, he he launched, uh, and that was crazy. Seven hundred people in uh, this venue called Tap, like. Honestly, we were so shocked. We, we never knew, we never seen the likes of a local artist aside to uh, Samuel Lowe's who uh, I think previous two years, I think they had like 500 people in, in, in tab as well. But we were literally for this show in August, we were packed to the rafters. It was crazy. Like I, I, I was, we were all sitting there. We were like, how is this happening? Like how in the, like we've never experienced this kind of thing in the world. Like we've never, even when the days I was playing in a band, you know, in the early thousands, you've never seen such a thing happen. Like people never say, "I will won't mind paying twenty five dollars to go watch an artist." You know, twenty five Singapore dollars, and and not only that, the the venue was 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 packed. Okay, already full house, and there was still like people outside waiting to get in. Like the show was on, and people like cramming to get in. And 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 this is the this is the full spectrum of it. At the end of the show, right, Joel was like signing signing a. Uh, autographs and all that kind of stuff right one and a half hours you know the entire like almost 500 people stayed behind for me and greet mm. and that and that began my career as working artist management with, with gentle bones la. right perfect yeah so that's that's a very long history la. i mean i i said i wanted the history and you really did go back in in time you know and <laughs> i can yeah and it was good you, you know it's good and I can imagine like, you know, being there with Joel and all that, you know, and listeners, if you guys are, are listening in for the first time and you're wondering like, who the heck is this Gentle Bones? Okay. If you haven't heard him, he has been on, on hits a couple of times, you know, last year itself, he's, he put out like a bunch of tracks and almost all of them made it to hits. Okay. So if you would have heard, you know, a, a song that, had this very down tempo vibe you know but this killer vocals you know similar to sam smith but then you're wondering but that's not sam smith it's definitely gentle bones okay so gentle bones is from singapore like his streams uh his monthly listeners on spotify is almost a million right now okay just two hundred thousand short of a million he's at eight hundred and eighty four thousand, and each song has at least a couple of million streams okay that's not one song that is below half a million all right so gentle bones well, is a big deal and you know for dex to be on the show you know talking about why it's important to have artists managed to to be managed or to have a manager and all that stuff that is why he is here okay so this episode is about artist management okay so sometimes you're wondering like oh okay you know i'm an artist do i need management you know what happens if i get an artist manager you know will i have no rights anymore will i need to rebrand will i lose all my style and will i have to dress differently speak differently change my style of music and all that kind of stuff you see people get very very scared when they hear oh artist management oh label Oh, I, I must change lah. You know, it's the whole mentality of the past. Things in 2021 nowadays, it's a completely different thing altogether. But I will let Dex tell us why it's different. We'll go through all of that in the next, you know, 20, 30 minutes or so. Okay, so I guess right now, Dex is working with... Uh, you know, some of the biggest names. Obviously, Gentle Bones is his biggest success story. And, um, you know, uh, I know... He's moved on already. He's he moved, moved on, on yeah. to another agency. But uh, I, I, I worked with him for seven years and I literally watched him grow up. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Let's get right into the, the actual questions. Yeah, man, let's okay? get into it. Yeah, let's yeah. get into it. So, I guess the first thing is, what is 
artist management? Well, basically, an artist manager is, is uh, basically is a person who does does uh, uh, everything aside to labor work. Maybe nowadays labor work as well. Uh, aside to being a lawyer, basically a, a manager nowadays takes on wherever you are, depending on which market you're in, takes on a lot of the work of being a booker, being a social worker, being a legal advisor, being social media advisor, being you know a day-to-day administrator. Basically, everything that needs to move an artist forward you will have a hand in it, either doing it or getting somebody in your team to do it. Right. You know, let's say you're Justin Bieber, right? Let's say you're Justin Bieber or Ariana Grande or everything. And they, every day you're getting, either you're, you're getting approached by a, a, a brand and say, hey, can you write a song for us? Or, hey, can you uh, perform at this concert? Or, I mean, maybe not concert nowadays, like maybe. Or, hey, can you, um, can you do a jingle for my Netflix show or, or for an advertisement? Or... And then as a manager, you, you, you will help the artist to, to negotiate and navigate all these kind of deals, all these kind of scenarios, you know, throughout your day-to-day uh, moving forward in terms of release, uh, more, more importantly, release songs, you know, what, what your release schedule is like, how do you, uh, you know, how do you promote the, the tracks when, when, when they're released, you know, what yep. kind of strategy you're going how you, you, you are basically the, the guy, if you, if you talk about Venn diagram, right, you imagine two circles together with that, how should I say, with that middle part, right? That's actually, you are one circle is the artist, the other circle is actually the manager. And then you've got your spikes going out to your label, to your booker, to your publicist, to your, your sync managers in whatever markets, to your pub- publishing. So the manager acts as the conduit, as the, as, as the, as the hand or as the voice for the artist to these people to these organizations, to these job descriptions, so to speak, um, mm. you know, whether you're a booker or a label or whoever, right. to move the artist to the artist's intended goal. So right. if so essentially to break it down further, it's like, oh, send emails, you know, reply brands, you know, you know, negotiate this, negotiate that, you know, the kind of thing. So yeah, more like the the, the right hand right hand person la. Yeah, and a lot of the time, a lot of the long term managers become confidants of of the artists or the yeah. other way around. That's true. You know? and yeah. eventually become business partners as well. Mm. Which is which is which is what I am with Joel on another project. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. nice. Yeah, so basically. You know, from from what I've just heard, you know, a manager does pretty much almost everything, lah. You know, so you sort yeah. out like social media scheduling. You know, you deal with clients. You know, regardless yeah. of you know if it's music related or non music related, if it's a lifestyle thing or anything, and you deal with the music stuff too. You know, you have to deal with like music labels or anything like that. Yeah. And you know, um, like bookings, uh, be it performances yeah. or anything that's related to that. Yeah. So pretty much, an artist managers role is to be the main point of contact yeah, yeah. with anything related to the artist correct right? and and yeah and 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 from what i mentioned earlier right because when you start out as a new artist you probably are growing and and and, and obviously uh you know you start adding to your team as you grow in your stature as you grow in your reach as you grow in your engagement you know labels start taking notice of you and everything but in general when you start out I mean, generally, I mean, there is no A plus B equals C kind of formula. Like you need to get this person on first or whatever. I've seen people bring on managers last, but those are, those are, those are different situations. Those are, those are artists who have been in the game for a while. So 
they move they move management and stuff like that but generally you start working on the tasks with your artist direct first so you might be sending press releases out for the artist and then talking to uh, your aggregator if if the if the artist is self distributed mm. and then slowly as you grow bigger you start t- talking to those uh, you know those pillars like for example for your P- your pu- uh, uh, your your PR your press release you might be talking to a publicist you know for for your release you might be talking to a label so you have different business units handling the things that you usually do in a bigger picture yeah but in the in the early stages you probably be doing doing all of that by yourself which is great because uh you know it's it, it also teaches it's kind of like training la, and it's also like yeah. as as a manager you know if you have to do all these things then you know what are the items or components that are needed in order to move the artist, right? So then right. as you grow, then you know, okay, now I I need to do some social media stuff, but now you are obviously moving at a larger capacity. Maybe yeah, you hire correct. a social media team, you know? Correct, so at least, correct. so you know how to execute, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, a manager's role is you know, also <laughs> execution. It's not just answering emails or sending out emails, you know, it's the planning, yeah. you know, and that is, that is, uh, of course, an aspect that, that is so super important, I feel. But I think like the, the question that I want to ask, you know, is what kind of artist needs management and at what level, you know? So let's say, because like when you started with Joel, you know, you started with Joel at a very early stage, you know, pretty much like the beginning of his career and up yeah. to him becoming a superstar, you know, you've, you've always been there, right? So you saw him throughout the entire process, but then you also yeah. work with, you also work with other artists that are at different levels. Some are yeah. probably, you know, like they are the story of yesterday, right? They are, they are has-beens and then they want to make a comeback. And then there are some that's kind of like mid-tier, you know, they've, they've, uh, you know, put out like an EP or an album before, you know, they've done like their little tours and stuff. And then now yeah. they want to work with you, right? So at what yeah. level should an artist have management? Maybe you can, you know, name like probably the tiers lah. Okay, there is no... Okay, I mean, personally for me, I've never seen it as tiers. Like, I've seen it as comfort level for the artist and also mm. the, the type of income the artist is bringing in and also whether or not the, the artist is willing to see the, the work to a manager. Because, I mean, I'll be upfront with you. Um, I wouldn't suggest management to an artist who hasn't done it before themselves. Why do I say this? You need okay. So we are living in a in a in a in a in a, in a broadband penetrator world right now. Everyone's every everybody is digitally connected. Uh, you know, more information is made available to us nowadays. Uh, and we're already in twenty twenty, and and I feel that right now. Uh, a lot of the artists want to take control, and that doesn't mean that they're kicking out management. I'm just saying that they want to take control a bit longer, first. And I feel that that's great because it allows you to, as an artist, right, to understand like specific roles, right, and responsibilities of what an artist manager would do if you had another person on your team. And if you, as an artist, understand, you know, those roles and understand and actually know what those entail, when you bring on a manager, it'll be easier. And and usually when you bring on a manager, by the time you bring on a manager, right, you, you either have constant work coming in, uh, you need somebody to help you take off that burden because you need to really just focus on writing songs or, you know, you start getting a momentum. Like, and, and, and for me, it's very hard for me to just tell you off the cuff and say, this is the momentum. Like, this is exactly when you need to get a manager. It's more of, okay, would it, like, does it make sense? Like, you always need to question yourself, does it make sense for me to get a manager now? I'm not earning money. I'm not, uh, my streams, my, my, I'm, not, I'm not releasing enough music so that I have 
I have a lot of streams so that I can pay uh, my manager a certain percentage because management is all percentage based now unless you're JJ Lin who is rich enough to, to pay his manager monthly salary. Um, you know, you start off with a percentage, right? And then you need to understand and it, it's a lot of things like key common sense. Like, 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 it's also where your goals align. Like, what do you want to do now? Do you just want to release one album and or one EP and just, you know, go, go slowly into the, into the night? Or like, what's your goal? What, what do you want to do? What do you want to uh, uh, get towards and head towards? It, 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 are you really, really serious about the music industry? Are you really, really serious about your craft? You know, do you want to uh, like, do you actually have goals for yourself to actually get to another point? Uh, are you seeing that already currently with what you're doing? Is there a momentum? Is there a movement? Are you seeing small changes here and there? You know, or, or is it more like, okay, la, I'll just release whatever. Because because by your perspective as an artist, by your understanding of what you want to do, you can tell whether or not you are ready for a manager. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's, 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 it, I wouldn't say it's self-explanatory, but it's, see, for my case, even when I started out with Joel, right, and Gentle Bones, right, I wasn't doing everything for him. He was also, he was very adamant on, 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 on being in charge of his creative, the design aspect of, of his artwork. Obviously, his songs were to say, lah. I mean, he was very, he's very adamant. I mean, he's always had that work ethic in him to really, really perfect his songwriting. You know, whether it be in a studio or whether it be in his house. Lah. So, it's, it, and why I say that is also because it's also what the artist is comfortable letting somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, okay, uh, I want to do my own booking. Yeah, I, don't want, <laughs> I don't have an agent to do it, you know? So, I mean, obviously, if you've been, if you're an artist who's attained so much, right? Uh, or let's say one song you managed to release... Yeah, and you got like one million streams in like I don't know what seven eight months or or, or six months or and then you seem to get get a lot of bookings and and you feel comfortable doing it by yourself then do it by yourself but if you if you get to a point where hey you know I I'm like I can't handle this myself then find somebody to help you it doesn't you see it doesn't need to be a manager manager you can get an administrative assistant somebody to help you but because in Asia management and artist management isn't that developed so it's not as if we're like you know we're like the US you've got like Scooter Brown projects you've got like uh, real life management you've got companies that grow managers in the US we, we don't have that in, in Asia or rather we have very little so a lot of it is still very, I wouldn't say experimental, but chances are, if you look at the bigger acts, they will have a manager. And they, every story is different. Uh, they might they might decide to just, from the get-go, just become business partners. There isn't really like this particular level and tier. But mm. what I can say is that it's more of like, okay, where are you at now personally? And do you see yourself moving forward? And if you do, you know, are you going to, are you already earning enough money to be able to support somebody else? You know, all these are questions that you need to ask yourself as an artist continuously. Mm. And then if you find, if you find yourself at a point whereby you're, you're like, hey, you know what, I, I might not be able to do this by myself. Then would it be better if I brought on somebody who, who has these kind of skills that have, they help me enlarge my tent or yeah. enlarge my pool? Yeah, so it's a constant questioning that you, and then even you get to a point. Okay, is this management company doing the best that they can for me? You know, as you get bigger, you have bigger expectations, right? So I want to do bigger things, bigger things, bigger things. So, so it, your your questions start getting bigger. From should I get a manager or not? To is this particular agency doing doing the best for me in this particular field? You know, or you know that kind of thing, You know, right? So yeah. yeah. 
Okay. And uh, I think it makes sense, you know, because, you know, I'm just trying to put like a merit to everything, you know, put like a, a, a kind of like a level to say that, okay, you know, I've, I, I'm a brand new artist. I don't know anything, you know, so I, maybe I should get a manager, get somebody who actually knows how to navigate the industry. Or it could be like, you know, somebody who has been there, done that, you know, has been signed to a major label before, you know, work with labels, work with brands and, and, and clients and stuff like that. And, you know, then get a manager, you know, so I guess what you're saying is there is no straight answer to this and it yeah. depends on where the artist is yeah, in their correct. own careers and yeah, if yeah. they feel it is suited or there is a need to get a manager, right? Yeah, and also it's also yeah. about whether or not you can hit it off with because the manager, your manager, right, your artist and artist, your manager is the person that you're going to see day in, day out. So you need to be able to also tahan them, you know what I'm saying? Be able to, 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 because I mean, you know, working relationships, you get to a point, right, you need to be able to, sometimes, right, you know, you, 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 working relationships get too close, right, then you see all the, the, the arguments start happening, but, but it's normal, you know, artists, artists and managers regularly, uh, argue they regularly have disagreements but but all the better because you always want to get better right so if yep. the perspective is that but what i'm saying is that what, my point being is you need to also make sure that the person that you are open investor commerce getting into bed with so to speak is or working with you closely is someone that you 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 respect and you're able to i mean after working through a couple of things know that okay okay he or she is able to you know tahan you know my my artist Right, me as an artist and understand how to how to uh, how should I say navigate lah. Yeah, yeah. Navigate me as an artist. Yeah. True. All right. Very nice. I I think you know you you spoke at length as to when you know like an artist should get management, you know. But I guess you you answered it in a very you know descriptive way that there is no set period. You know, I guess it's really up to the artist to see when. Yeah. But how how important do you think it is? You know, or have you seen? Are, are you able to draw a comparison? or like to see the difference between an artist that has management versus an artist who doesn't have management in terms yeah mm. in terms of how, how important for example like you know let's say let's say you and you and joel you know you you've you've always been on his team so hans yes, you know, with your, correct hans with your ex- experience and 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 everything that you've learned you know uh, yeah. the connections that you have you know you were able to you know move together with joel and and you know there's this like very um upward trajectory of your of his career right you know as so how, my yeah so my question is how how important is management you know should an artist get and get a management like uh, get a management team in that sense that because like for a lot of the listeners you know like i said earlier some can be a little bit more wary like yeah you know i don't need management lah. you know but from from my point of view you know like sometimes i look at an artist i'm like wow if you had management uh, i think the man the management team will help you chart your career a little bit better you know oh, yeah for so, sure i mean yeah yeah so definitely. so that's why I like what what i'm trying to say is like is there like can you draw a, a, like an, a, an example you know of an artist without management versus an artist with management and what's the difference yeah well okay i mean in the sense when you're actually uh like wanting to work with an artist you bring your, your different skill sets and connections everything to the table and 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 you know unless the artist is really resourceful and and able to to really do many things at once and being an octopus continuously network and at the same time be very productive in the studio and at the same time being able to do the day-to-day obviously 
there is definitely the productivity level. Yes, I agree with you. Will definitely increase if you have a management team on board. You see. So there's a difference between a manager and management team. Management team means you've got, you know, somebody taking care of day to day, somebody taking care of business, and then the and then you have one is strategic, right? You have one that 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 that, that helps you to sit down and say, okay, you know, here's where we are, and here's where we want to head towards. How do we get there from here to here? You see, so so usually, and a manager usually, if you're just a manager, you're basically handling everything, lah. Strategic business. You know, you're 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 helping you're 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 basically everything into one end. And we're not if you're not talking strategy, you're talking about saying, hey, uh, we need to pay something. So so for me, I feel that for me, I agree with you that yes, you know, uh you'll be able as an artist at a certain point, if you do get with a management, okay, and a management team that you feel that you can work with, who you feel you can jive with, definitely I feel that yes. There will definitely be a, a a better chance, you know, for things to get better, you know, for for your career to be to be pushed open. But that 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 when that is is really is 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 something which I can't tell you yeah. when, you know, because yeah. there is a certain point in time whereby it's kind of like a biting point. You know, when you car in your car, right? You can either move the biting point at the topmost when your clutch is at the topmost, you get a bite, or you or you or you or you release the clutch. At at uh at the lowest point, you still get the bite. But the best time to get a bite is in between when everything is okay, and then you release the clutch, and then you press the accelerator, and the car moves properly. That's yeah. that, that that's what I mean. If you if you if you understand the analogy, yeah. of of the clutch. so so I guess I mean like in all these things that you that you've mentioned, you know, yeah. it's obviously you know having management is gonna be a plus. Because yeah. you get a lot of stuff sorted out, you know, like sure. your day-to-day stuff and all that, and you have somebody to kind of like you know bounce ideas off of. Sure. Yeah. You know, and like I guess the planning portion of things is very important. You know, the planning strategy, you know, execution. You know, these items are the things that are very important. And of course, you know, if if an artist that's without management. You know they are super good at all these things. Great, you know. But if you're not as good, you know, probably maybe consider you know working yeah. with somebody who actually know their stuff, who can navigate the industry on your behalf. See, but that's the thing, uh, Darren. I just got a giant here. If you ask any manager or our contemporaries, right, if they actually knew what step C was going to be after step B, some of uh, most of them will tell you, I have an inkling, but I didn't know exactly. It's because that is the music industry. You, you have this whole world in front of you, right? I, I see as, okay, I'm moving my footsteps. Okay, so I don't know what the next one is. Okay, never mind. I just put down a plank, then you walk. Put down a plank, then you walk. And you, you are discovering where you want to go as you plan for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the yeah. time, that is the music industry. And, and a lot of the time, right, people ask me, hey, Dex, do you actually... Like, oh, you, when you plan, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you can plan. Okay, you know, you can plan in two years. I want to get here. I want to be able to do it. But, but you never foresee a lot of things. Like, number one, you never foresee COVID. Number one, you never see, uh, foresee fluctuations in the industry. Number one. Number three, you never see changes in, in, in industry trends and all that. A lot of things, you know, are constantly against you as an artist. And, 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 and do music managers and artist managers really, really, really know full, to the full extent what they're, what they're going to do? I don't think so. Because a lot of them, whilst they know the craft, they know 
they have experience on okay, what this is, what this is, what this is, what this is. And they might know that, okay, I want to get there. It's still very exploratory as well. It's, it's also very, like, I'm in this with you. I want to be able to, it, I mean, sure, you you got managers like Scooter Brown who probably can do that because they have the ability to sit in their, their offices and just think creatively and think strategically the whole day because everything is just handled by their, their team of like three, like, uh, like 100 people, right? But in, but in Asia, you need to be able to encompass all of that with either one or two people. Mm. So it's also really about time and resources. It's also like, if I had the time to be able to think strategically and, and everything, right, then I wouldn't have time to do the day-to-day. I wouldn't have time. To, so it's really cramping as much work as you can, which is why they say, Management is not a nine to five job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cool. I I think you know it makes a lot of sense. You know everything that you've said so far. You know, and I'm sure that everything that you've mentioned is definitely helpful for you know anybody who's listening, especially artists. You know, if you've been considering like you know getting a manager or you know having a management team involved, you know this, you know is probably the best time. You know, like Dex said earlier, there is no uh special time as to when. Uh, you should get a management, but if you feel that you should, you know, if you feel that, you know, you want to probably move forward with your career at a faster pace, probably consider getting management. And um, yeah, I mean, of course, moving without management is good because then you're learning the, the, the tricks of the trade, you know, so that you know what you're in for. And that is also something that is very, very important. So I think like the last two questions you know which i feel kind of have been answered already like throughout our entire conversation what are the returns as management and what are the returns for the artists you know because like we're living in a world where people always want to know okay if i get into a partnership like this you know what am i going to get out of it right people always want to know what they are going to get because the world is like that after all. So as management, what are your returns? And as an artist, what are your returns? And I think like I've already mentioned, you know, as, as the artist, you know, the, your returns would be, um, you know, uh, maybe proper planning, planning that you've never had before, you know, uh, hooking you up with, with media, uh, planning your, your social media uh, campaigns or working with different brands or uh, it could be uh, speaking to the music aggregator so that you could get into more playlists, you know, stuff like that, right? So those are, I would say, the returns. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's for sure. I, 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 was, I thought you meant returns in terms of what are my income streams. <laughs> you know, do, uh, uh, I mean, in the end, you know, you, look, I, I know this isn't really a, a management question, but, and, and, and it might be screwing a couple, uh, rather a couple of degrees, but in the end, right, you just need to spend the most time writing the best song you can, and then there will be returns. <laughs> you yeah. need to be able to spend the best time and spend your best resources in terms of your time, in terms of your effort creatively to write the best song you can. Because if you don't do it, everything else is fubar. There's no point in talking about it. That's true. That's, that's true. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like no matter how yeah. how great of of a management team that you have, if you don't have a song which is your product, if you don't have a product to promote, then what is there to promote? You know? Yeah, and, and only, 
and you need to be able to to be able to to really stand up for it and say, yeah, you know what? I really put my heart and soul into really recording this song and producing it to the best of my abilities. Because if you don't believe in it, who will? Yeah. That's true. You know, yeah. and yeah, you're right. You're right in saying you're you're, you're right in saying, hey, you know what? These are my turns uh, working with management. I think, but I think I think you know what they say, lah. You know, I you know in the end, two heads are better than one. Three heads are better than two. But then again, they say too many too many fishes spoil the broth, lah. Oh, yeah. sorry, too many cooks spoil the broth. But I guess it's really finding finding your own niche in terms of the the, the number of people you want to have on your team and how comfortable you are, the size of artists you are. And, and 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 a lot of it is really grown organically, you know. Some of it is, some of it like like your like your big management companies they put it together artists since since you're uh, you're an egg, right? Like like Korea, like K-pop, right? You know, uh, or you 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 organically find an artist like 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 uh Scooter Braun discovered Justin Bieber and and asked him to do YouTube covers and boom, you know that kind of thing. So. Why I meant, I want to clarify something about knowing, and again, because it might not have come through the best. What I meant is, we might know as managers, we might know specifically those tasks and how to get up, how to put the strategy and everything, and know how to get there. But sometimes, right, and what I've realized is that what might work for artist A in terms of this strategy will not work for artist B, will not work for artist C, will not work for artist D. So that's why, that's why I meant you see, like what works for you might not might not work for another another artist. So to know everything is kind of like prime in a way you know what I'm saying to be able to tell your artist yeah I know everything it's kind of like pride it's really prideful because you don't know like who knows like who knows who actually knows everything nobody yep. knows everything yep. right so so it's really number one I really peg it down to number one, number one where you are yes, in the uh, you know in the life cycle of an artist number two how comfortable you are number three whether or not you're, you you as an artist are willing to cede that, that control over to somebody else number four who, who you bring on your team whether or not you're able to jive with the, with the person and the returns are definitely going to be there because, but it also depends on how far you want to take yourself. You see, because if you're not going to take yourself, nobody's going to take you seriously. That's true. They'll be like, you know, if, 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 you, if, you, if you don't say, okay, you know what? Uh, okay, I want to do this. If you come to a manager and say, hey, I want to work with you. This is my plan. I don't know how to get there. I don't, I, I mean, I, you know, this might be a plan, but you know, uh, people, uh, you know, you 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 fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? But at the same yeah. time, a, a plan is something that you kind of try to stick to as much as possible, and then you deviate, and then you might end up somewhere better for both of you, but or, or or the team and the artist, but you didn't know. But at least there was something there guiding you along the way. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, in the end, it's not like a electrician's job or engineer's job whereby you got circuit diagrams to say that if you connect everything together, you're gonna to get a light bulb that switches on. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No, you might be able to do this, but but you might not be able to hit, even hit that goal. That's why I'm trying to say is that it's 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 one of those um, job functions, right? That's very risky as well. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it's it's quite risky to be honest because uh, I mean, when you talk about returns, right? For the, for the manager it's quite risky because you never know you're going to be spending a good number of years working with your artist and management is always a long term game it's never a hey you know what let's work for six months and then you will get this disease no no no, no right it's a long term game you you want to, it's called artist development for a reason <laughs> right you 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 work with, a, with artists you grow with the artists you know you go through the good points you go through the bad points and you know I see that um, the returns can be sweet, but you need as an as an artist management as an artist manager or, or prospective artist management. You need you need to be able to have patience. Patience is a virtue, and you need to be able to take the hits. Uh, 
keep moving while taking a hit, keep innovating, keep thinking, rethinking, and then rethinking on top of that while you're taking the hits and laying stuff. It's 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 literally an octopus job. You need to be able and 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 you are we are considered unsung heroes in the industry because we are always in the background. And and if you want to be a hero, if you want to be lauded with all the praise, then don't be an artist manager. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the if you, you if your work will speak for itself. You, if your artist is successful, you are successful. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. I think that's a perfect way to kind of like round everything up, you know. And and I think you you said it just just very very well, you know. It's very well put. So you know, uh, I just want to thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, I think that's all the time that we have. Uh, it's good, you know, to hear your insight and how you uh, feel and what you did and and how you kind of like did it. I I believe that we need to have another session to go into detail into other portions of artist management or you know your the career uh as a whole but we'll probably do that in the next season where we'll have Dex back on the show so i just want to thank you yeah. again uh really appreciate it you know you've taught me a lot yeah, of stuff you know me, man. yeah man and just you know chatting and you know all, all these like late night talks that we have you know on on whatsapp call and every time you come up to kl and stuff and uh you know i've i've learned so much from you so yeah man so That's listeners fun. if you guys are planning to get into artist management you know probably you know if you're somebody who's very well connected you're somebody who's good with strategic planning um maybe consider this is something that you might want to do you know music is 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 an ever-changing industry um you know and that that is what keeps it challenging and as an artist you know if you've been thinking about uh pushing yourselves a little bit further maybe consider having artist uh management having a management involved having a team or you know maybe just getting one artist manager you know who can help you chart your career and plan things out with you uh be a person of uh where, where you can bounce ideas off where you can kind of you know just uh get like a second opinion i think that's absolutely important so yeah so this is the rockstar's guide to surviving the malaysian music industry and we'll be back again with the next episode it's going to be even better so if you've not heard the rest of the episodes before today go on check it out it's all on the site available to you guys free knowledge for free okay so that's it my name is Zarin from the band and honest mistake you're listening to the rockstar's guide